Uh, g'day and welcome to another episode, episode four, in fact, of the two Jacks featuring me, Jack the Insider, and Hong Kong Jack. G'day, Jack. How are you today? G'day, Jack. All good here, mate. Yeah, well, let me talk about it. all good here. How are things going COVID-wise in Hong Kong? Well, the biggest story at the moment with COVID in Hong Kong, well, two, I suppose. We've, we've had a couple of uh, cases of Omricon uh, here, um, but they seem to be tracking them down, um, and that's because we're we're living in the Hermit Kingdom, the land of zero COVID. Um, but, the, but the even better story, really, is that there was a birthday party, um, a 53rd birthday party for a... Uh, a political activist, I suppose you'd call him, but but, but for the pro-Beijing party. And the great and the good turned up, um, and with them was someone with Omricon. Um, uh, so uh, 13 government officials were sent out to, 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 to Penny Bay Quarantine Centre as a result of this, to quarantine, wow. as, as close contacts. Now, that included the Secretary for the Home of Home Affairs, the head of ICAC, the police commissioner, <laughs> and the director of immigration for Hong Kong. Um, and these, are not, these are not five-star hotel accommodations we're talking about. No, no it's, it's, it looks like a whole bunch of containers or, or, or what do they call them up in northwestern Australia? Dongers. Dongers. Um, it's dongers. A, yeah, I've, I've seen them. They, they, yeah. are, they are a genuine donger. Yeah, and and um, they're pretty, they're disabled, to say the least. They're pretty basic. I've had a couple of friends who've gone through it, and I've been I've seen the videos of the interiors. Um, it's about a half a star, and uh, <laughs> and uh, no Wi-Fi, uh, oh, yeah. no, uh, no Wi-Fi at all. Um, and the food, the food's gotten better. The food's now cafe food. The food comes from the airline catering service. Um, uh, a friend said, "Well, the good thing is it's close to the beach." And, and it's right next door to Disneyland, but the bad thing, but the bad thing is, you can't go and visit either of those facilities. You know, uh, uh, these are these are the, uh, the 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 oddities of living in a zero COVID uh, situation. But your vax rates are going up, and yeah, uh, yeah. particularly among that elderly group that that we've focused on the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think we called it the dim sum um, uh, 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 incentive last last week. Um, uh, yeah. With China, with Chinese New Year coming up, um, the government has announced that to get any sort of a group together in a restaurant, you're going to have to produce a vaccination record. And all of a sudden, the post eighties are out there lining up in numbers. Um, Chinese uh, New Year is upon us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have thought of this about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> bought for the Chinese New Year. Well, or, or, or at least made it a condition to go and have dim sum, you know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. so, so things are looking better. I mean, when we talk talk about zero COVID and, and just dealing with Omicron generally, the, the, the issue is you really do have to have high rates of vaccination in order for it not to go sweeping through the place and making a lot of people very sick. Well, that's 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 true, and particularly with the elderly, yeah. um, and uh, they the government thinks they've got this outbreak under control, and that will be a good thing. Um, I mean, Omicron's going to break out in Hong Kong sooner or later. It's going to get through the quarantine yeah. system at some stage. In my yeah, zero zero yeah. COVID just kicks it down the road. Yeah, that's right. But it, it would be good if we kick it down the road far enough that we get those 80, 80 year old 80 plus year olds vaccinated yeah, exactly before right. before it does break out yeah, yeah. 
Now, in UK politics, Jack, we really did want to have a look at Boris, who's had a bit of a shocker. Uh, he's uh, spent a long time saying that there wasn't a party and now, well, as of uh, the last 24 hours, there was a party and he has apologised, uh, absolutely uh, prostrated himself in front of the, the, the House of Commons and the British people generally and, and said, please forgive me. He does do the repentant schoolboy um, act very well, doesn't he? It's it's like he's bent over, he's he's dropped the strides, and he's prepared to take you know six on the ass uh, as he would have in Eton. Um, yeah, he would have he would have dropped the striped bags, you think? And, um, uh, <laughs> that they, they wear at Eton, you know. Um, the, the fairly unusual school teacher, you know, a, a, a teacher who may have had one or two uh, psychosexual issues, but. Um, um, uh, where do you think it's going to go for him? I mean, he, well, he, the, he does look to be in strife. The thing about his repentant schoolboy act is that he doesn't look the least bit repentant when you when you have a good look at it. <laughs> he's, 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 he's the bad boy in the class who says, look, teacher, I'm really, really sorry. But, you know, no one, no, but no one present thinks he, he really oh, is he sorry. To- he had the head bowed in the comments uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, he, he looked like he'd, he'd committed a terrible sin, but but he sought forgiveness. And yeah. um, so, so we've got a process now in place where he is subject to the assessment of the bureaucracy, uh, specifically a, a, a very senior public servant in the UK by the name of Sue Gray, uh, and Sue Gray is preparing a report on just exactly what happened with this party in the gardens of Number Ten, and uh, and Boris has asked for everyone to wait for that report before uh, before taking any further. Yeah, um, uh, she's specifically inquiring into Boris Boris's ethics, which is amusing in itself. Um, <laughs> that's a big. That's a big job. <laughs> It is a big job. Um, she may not be finished before the, you know, before the 20, 2050. You know, uh, <laughs> and the report, the report will look like the Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, yeah. 25 volumes. Yeah. Interestingly, though, she's a former publican, which I think is really quite uh, cool. Not just that. She's a former publican in Northern Ireland. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah so look, she's, she's, she's a woman of the world. She, she basically has been a career public servant, but briefly retired uh, from uh, the bureaucracy uh, to, uh, to uh, go and set up a pub uh, somewhere in Northern Ireland with her husband and then came back. So we'll be waiting for her report. I mean, Boris told uh, the opposition leader, you must wait for the report. You must wait for a proper process. Um, but look, Boris just seems to have a bit of Teflon about him too, and I think that's part of his character as as well. So even when if Gray's report is handed down and is uh, condemnatory, uh, he's likely to skate away, isn't he? Oh, he'll come back into the into the comments and do his repentant schoolboy act again, and um, and, he, and he should he'll probably be okay. And with the public. With the public, they kind of know that he does this sort of stuff, and they don't seem to care. You know, they, they didn't really care when he was Lord Mayor of London, which was really a, it's a Labor city, not a Conservative city. Yeah, and um, uh, and and he got away with it all the way through there, and I expect he will. And he might be saved by the best news that's coming out of uh, the UK at the moment, um, and that is 
the rapid, the, the dramatic fall off in case numbers of the Omicron. I think the think that the last figure I read was the numbers are down thirty three percent week on week. They're down from very. I mean, that's down from very high numbers. But yeah, that is you know a big drop. And it may well be that, you know, it, it, this has implications for politicians everywhere. Just how quickly will the anger dissipate uh, yeah. about you know, lockdowns, vaccinations, all this sort of stuff, people getting ill, people unable to see families as they, uh, or family mm. members as, as they die in hospitals, this sort of thing. How much, how much, uh, how much of it will dissipate? Uh, if 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 Omicron just basically falls off the edge of the planet at, at some point in the next month or so, well, if, if we're back to kind of normal life by about Easter, um, then they'll assess Boris, and my guess is that they'll assess him on the whole of the the, the, the virus thing, and they'll say, well, he got some things terribly wrong, but he got a he got a couple of important things very very right. He got well, the vaccination, vaccination, the vaccination. Getting vaccines into arms uh, as quickly as possible. They've probably got a stronger anti-vax, more virulent, if I might use that word, anti-vax group than than just almost anywhere in the world. Um, So they didn't get those uh, high, really high vaccination rates. But they've been the first cab off the rank with vaccines generally, with vaccines in the children's arms as well. Uh, and so, yes, he got that bit right, largely driven by uh, the UK's advances in, in uh, medical technology, I must say, too. Yeah, uh, but... but it-